The views and opinions that are expressed on the Dope Sessions podcast are that of the hosts and do not reflect any views of any other attached entities. Now that we got that out of the way, let's go. Introducing your hosts. The guys on the mics with the voices that you like. Give it up for Kelvy and Tree. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank y'all again for tuning in to one of the dopest pod, indie podcasts on the planet. Listening to the Dope Sessions podcast with Kelvin and Tree. What up, Dope Tree Diddy? What's going on? That that is us, the Dope Sessions podcast. Try try not to forget it. Write it down somewhere. Right. <laughs> for real, <laughs> man. What's good? What's good with you, bro? Uh, nothing much. Uh. Took a much needed uh self-imposed three-day weekend. Oh, okay. Well, you know, because uh we, we get a little old and we, we need as much rest as we can get. Right. Work be on that nonsense. Mm-hmm. No, that's some, some dude. Sometimes that that there is a need for some health and wellness, dog. They they expect you to be a machine, which yeah, I, I have machine like characteristics, but I am definitely not one. So, right. <laughs> People, yeah, you gotta man. listen to your body when they say go sit down. You go sit down. For real, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, definitely so not I- twenty anymore. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> Or did you at least get some much needed rest for you th- for, for uh, your three? Look, I got the much needed rest, and I tried to steal extra rest. Right. <laughs> I, I was like, "Yeah, you fell back, and you gave me an extra hour. I need two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, that's what's up, man. Wait, wait, wait! It was so bad, I fell asleep on the Bears game. You know, I ain't really doing that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We talked, and you told me. I was like, I said, wait a minute, what? Said <laughs> so you must, you must have for real been tired to go to sleep on the bed thing. Yeah, that, and you know, I thought it was in the bag, and then I woke up, and you know, all hell broke loose. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, man, that was that was crazy, man. That was crazy. I get to thinking about her. Her Edwards is in my head right now. Talking about you play to win the game. I'm like, mm-hmm, yep. And Detroit showed enough did just that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go out like no punks. Right. I ain't mad at them. At the same time, it's like uh, I'm looking at some of the highlights and I'm like, what were you doing? Right. So, yeah, that's enough of that. Because yeah, man. We, yeah, we just talked about my health and well being, so uh, no more no more bears talk this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pissed because they had that game, man. They really really had that game, and I'm just kind of like ah, man. But I, I I think, man, like hopefully once uh um you know because I don't you know they look good. Don't get don't get it twisted. They look good, man, and, and hopefully. Like ne- next season, it, they'll it it'll be more. Not that they not focus on winning and scoring and all this other stuff. It's just like you just you gotta you gotta keep the lead, man. And and the defense, if you out there, man, you can't y'all can't be slacking, man. Yeah, the so offense, it's 
the offense. To me, it's here, like this year they finally got they finally got the offense right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was and talking about the, the defense want to take a day off. No. Right. You know, I was talking to, I forgot who it was. It might have been Kareem or somebody, but I was just like, man, I said, I don't ever remember where a, a year that the Bears had the offense and the defense clicking at the same time. Uh, I'm gonna say not since uh, I don't know. It's been two. It's been two different eras. Of course, the Super Bowl era, and then uh, there, there was that time when Erlock and Lovey Smith were here, and yeah. you know they went to that Super Bowl. So yeah, those are about the only two times that I can really tell you that. Right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. It was uh, actually all three phases were working. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that that year that they went to the Super Bowl, yeah. That, that's true. I forgot Devin about Hester that. Devin Hester was that dude. When you mess around, yeah. you game plan for the damn special teams group. Mm-hmm. That's saying something. Right. <laughs> for real, man. Oh, my God, man. Man. Oh, memories. But, man, so we'll, you, we want to talk about the, the fun stuff or the the – the button pushing stuff. How do you want to do this, man? Let's do the fun stuff because, you know, button pushing stuff, you know, like I said, I just had the weekend of you know, wellness, so we don't want to jump right into the uh, right fuck shit. It's like, no, nah, we, 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 we want to chill a little bit. Right, right, right. All right, man. Colin, yeah, man. We'll, we'll start off with the fun stuff, man. But for for those that don't know, and there is, I think you know, it was kind of mentioned before. I might have said something. I know D Nick in our last episode said something about it. Um, I got the chance to um to cover the Chicago International Film Festival, man. Something I've always wanted to do. I always wanted to go. To, to the Chicago International Film Festival. There's other film festivals that I do want to go to as well, but it's the, the, there's always been this thing where I'm just like, man, I I really, really, really want to check out some some film festivals, man. And I got the chance to, on, on behalf of the Dope Sessions podcast, I, I uh, gave me press passes, man. So I just want to shout out to everybody on the Chicago International Film Festival Committee. Thank you guys so much for the, for the press pass. Thank you so much for all the emails that you guys sent about everything that was that that was going on, man. Thank y'all for pretty much like it, it was. I, I I enjoyed it, man. I, I really did. And um, and the movies I got to see was just like. Really, really, really good films, man. And and I just want to say, man, um so um like like basically what I did was I said, you know, I wanna see, you know, uh, you know, because I got the chance to, you know, Dope Sessions got the chance to to cover anime Midwest, and then we, you know, also covered the microphone misfits at Anime Midwest. So those are things that I kind of want to start doing also with the podcast. So like, um, so when, you know, I got, we got the chance to, to, to do the Chicago film festival, man. It was, it was beautiful, man. It was, it was super dope, man. And uh, yeah, man, um, I'll, I'll say that um, 
it, it was one movie in particular I did want to see, um, but I didn't get the chance to see it because it was it was on a day that I had to work, and the movie started at six, and because of the kind kind of new position that that ha- that I have at my job, I just can't leave out at six. So by the time the last kid uh, gets picked up, sometimes that'll be like six twelve to maybe almost 6.30. So I couldn't go, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but you know, they had, you know, uh, some stuff I got to see during like a, uh, um, through like a screeners and stuff like that, or like a, um, for like a, a, the screeners for a screen, screeners for like the critics and everything like that. It, it was really good, man. Um, so, uh, what? I mean, were these indie movies or were these AAA movies? What type of movies were these? Um, they they basically crossed all the board. There were um, there were indie movies. There were documentaries, um, uh, films from like different countries. Um, they they had they had like. I guess you would say like like one big film. That was the film that I didn't get to go see, and um, that movie was a. Uh, you ever heard of this movie called a uh, uh, Knives Out? Yeah, I've heard of it. Haven't got a chance to see it yet. Okay, so the first Knives Out movie is really good. Um, it's an all star cast. It's basically like a Who Done It type of movie. So the sequel. To Knives Out, that was the movie that that they showed that I couldn't go to. Um, but they, they they have a sequel to it, and it has a uh, um, uh, Janelle Monae is in it, uh, Kate Hudson's in it, Dave Bautista's in it, uh, Daniel Craig. You know, he he was in the first one as well. And because he's he's the the detective, he's the one that the famous the, the detective that solves all the like the mysteries and stuff. So okay, um, so from the movies that you did see, uh, how was the experience? Did they, what type of amenities did they have? Did, did they have popcorn with real butter? <laughs> yes, they they had popcorn with real butter, but usually that was that you know. Uh, uh, some of the um, the the films were shown through like a because um, they have their own like office that was for like mostly like the the critics but like like if you want to go see like uh, like that Knives Out movie or anything else they they were showing it at uh, is it River River East I believe mm-hmm. so a, a lot of the stuff yeah, was, I like that place. Yeah. So yeah, man. Of course, you know they they had the popcorn with the real butter. Now, now the the one like the screeners that they did for like uh for like the critics. No, they didn't have any amenities or anything like that. They didn't have no special snacks or no popcorn with real butter or anything like that. You would just go Wait, there. Hold you would... on. I need to understand this right now. If I'm a critic and I can pretty much make or break a movie. You would think that they would at least, you know, give a brother some snacks. 
Right. While we're watching this movie that we're sitting here and we're picking apart like we ain't got nothing else better to do. Right. You know, it's like damn the entertainment. We we really picking this thing apart. Yeah. It's work. We we you know, you mm-hmm. gonna give us some snacks that we just gonna show up and enjoy the movie like we just we care about right. the story, we care about the acting. No, no, no. I don't I'm not gonna lie. I I thought about that a lot. Don't don't get it twisted. As much as I like those movies, I I, I really did think like some. I was like, man, like, damn, y'all should have. Can't y'all don't have no snacks here, though? Like that. I did think about that a lot. I was like, man, where is the snack? <laughs> so I I see why Siskel and Ebert, you know, had a TV show and became popular and all that. They had to suck it up with no snacks. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you know when they went to go see the movies. I'm pretty sure they. Uh, I don't know if they I had. Mean, like, of course, uh, we get uh, you, know, uh, you know celebrity uh, privilege and all that other stuff. But I mean, when they first right. started out, they probably had hell. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe and hope maybe they brought their own snacks. Who knows? <laughs> maybe they invented sneaking stuff in the theater in the first place. Right. I'm gonna now, need you to research what, that for another show. You know Thank you for mentioning Chicago's very own Robert e, uh, Roger Ebert and Jane Sister because me wanting to talk about movies in such a like critical way. Is mainly because of them too, and because they Chicago, you know, they show you mm-hmm. to come on, not, you know. So I I used to watch Cisco and Ebert all the time. Oh, those were my guys. I mean, you know, first up, yeah, I, I I bleed red, white, and powder blue <laughs> until the wheels fall off. Right. You know, right. It's, it's Chicago first, and then everybody else. So mm-hmm. yeah, them two guys, yeah. Yeah. hmm Yeah, man. Just uh you know, I've I've met Roger Eber once. Yeah. It was real quick. And I think I just I just said, Roger Ebert. And he looked at me and he gave me a thumbs up. Which I, it was so cool, but I was like, man, that's so cliche. But it's like, but it was still cool at the same time. <laughs> You know what? That was like when when I met John Madden. I was in uh, Nike Town, and it was uh-huh. like the wildest thing because he just showed up out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> and I didn't blurt his name out like he, you know you did, Roger, because I didn't want nobody to swarm this dude. But yeah, you know I gave him the headlock, not like I knew who he was, and I told him I was like, yeah, big fan of the game. Right. Because. <laughs> You know, of course, too young to actually see him coach, but I knew the history behind him being a, you know, big sports nut. Right. And so it, it was real cool to see him. And yeah, mm-hmm. he talked to me for like two seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and like like I said, when I saw I when I saw Roger Ebert, uh I was on I was on Oh, where was I at? Um, somewhere by that that Chicago theater. Okay. And I was crossing the street, and as soon as I crossed the street, I heard people say, oh, "It's Roger Ebert! It's Roger Ebert!" And and I looked up, and it was him. He was walking with his wife, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, "Roger Ebert!" 
And he looked at me and he said, Can you smile? And gave me a thumbs up. And you know what I'm saying? Like when I when I meet when I meet celebrities, man, I'm kind of just like, I'm not like everybody else. Like I'm not, oh my God, and all this trying to cry and all that stuff. I'm just you know what I'm saying? Like, I say hi to them, and, you know, if they respond or not, that's fine. But, you know, and then I just go about my way. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, that's how I am, too. It's just that uh, I, I got lucky one time at work when, uh, you know, Kid and Play showed up. Right. And then I found oh. out, you know, they were, they were just, like, real cool. Yeah. Dude, I would have. Now that I would have flipped out because as much as I love kids play, as much as I love the house party movies and class acts, and, man, I was I would have flipped out. Oh, and then you would have really flipped out on uh, a couple times because it was more than one. But a couple times, Felicia Rashad showed up. Oh my God. Yeah, and uh, man, Antonio Fargus when he showed up, I mean. It's funny when he showed up because he showed up and only three people in the entire restaurant knew who he was. Right. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's messed up. Right. How y'all not know Antonio Farkas? Right. Huggy bear, fly guy. Come on, man. You know? <laughs> of course I knew who he was. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's real cool. Yeah. Now, I will say the the the... The the one thing that I was kind of disappointed in was some of the follow through uh, that they had. So like, um, there's a documentary that I wanted to see. I believe it's on. I, I want to say it's on Apple TV now. Um, but the documentary that, that I wanted to see was a doc. They have a documentary about Louis Armstrong. Okay. And I really wanted to see it. Um, uh, and they were supposed to send me a screener. Because um, they had a list of films that was only going to be given out as screeners. And so that was the one, you know, and you can watch a screener at, at, at home and stuff like that. And so... Now, I'm um, going to be nice real quick. Uh, for those listeners who don't know, who Louis Armstrong is because we got some youngsters that's probably listening to us. Louis yes. Armstrong is a very accomplished African American musician. Yes. A legend. Very, very, yes, legend. If if you ever hear uh What a Wonderful World, because I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. it's it's been what a Wonderful World has been on damn near every commercial and almost damn near every movie. And if you hit somebody... covered so many times, it's it's not even right. And you hear somebody, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Like that, if you heard mm -hmm. that, that's what I'm talking Like, and um, so they had to reach out to a rep from Apple TV and so they could so they could send me a screener and then they was like, Oh, that, that person's gonna send you a message soon or something like that. Then he then they then they sent one to me and said, We're gonna send you the screener, and they never sent it to me. And I was I that was one of the movies that I wanted to see that I was like really looking forward to that I didn't get to see. Um Don't and then just uh, like like Goofy politics like that. It's like, yeah, y'all know y'all wasn't gonna send me this damn screener. 
Right. Oh, also the, the also the other movie that that was a screener. There's mm-hmm. a new there's a there's an Ultraman. There's a new Ultraman movie. Oh man. Now, mind you, I was just talking to a bunch of people talking about something. I'm really like casual when it comes to, you know, anime and things like that. But Ultraman yeah. is one of those cats I grew up with. <laughs> oh yeah, duh. You know, like it, it, here's the thing too, like if 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 you grew up like for us, right, we had stuff like uh Bat Battle of the Planets or or Gachamon, yeah, or uh, Voltron, Ultraman, Common uh, Rider. That that was us for 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 the Look, newer kids, I, right? I bought the box for uh, Voltron, so if you ever want to come by and check some of those out, I bought the entire I'll, box. <laughs> oh, dude, I definitely, I'm I'm coming to 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 check that out. But for but just just so in case people people out there, especially our young people that's listening, all of that stuff is basically what y'all have right now. That's based on all of that is the Power Rangers. Yeah. So, 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 there, there, so there's a new Ultraman. Yeah, and I didn't. For some reason, they they kept they couldn't like um, get me a screener for that. It was like they they kept trying to, but for some reason, I guess something was going on, and they couldn't give me a screener for. It, so I was kind of like, uh, all right. <laughs> hey, is there any? I mean, if they did a new Ultraman movie, I mean, what? What are the chances Spectre Man is coming behind him? Right. Are you you know you know they're supposed to be doing a um I think it's supposed to be a live action, but they actually supposed to be doing a live action Robotech movie. And I, I wanna say that, to I wanna that. say look, look, I will call off of that one. Right. <laughs> I wanna say Netflix is supposed to be doing it. But oh man, how y'all gonna take the fun out of that? I would have went to the show for that one. Right. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I will say this, man. Like, I think Netflix, if, if you're going to do, like, live-action anime, y- y'all got to, like, because... Look, you can't have Step It First Up. Let's get right. that real right now. <laughs> because, because honestly, I like the... Li- I actually liked the live-action version to Cowboy Bebop. And I felt like we could have at least got a season two, but... It was like right after season one, and people kind of watched it. Some people liked it, some people didn't. It was just like Cowboy Bebop, uh, the live action version of Cowboy Bebop is canceled. Wait, hold on, that was a thing. Yep. Oh, here we go. Another show for the for the, uh, uh, another uh, television program slash movie that I had to add to you know the upcoming show. Put it on the DVR mm-hmm. list. Ah uh, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a lot. It's a live action. Uh, um, Cowboy Bebop and uh, the dude, the the dude that played uh, with it uh, Sulu from the the mm-hmm. newer Star Trek movies. Okay. Uh, he played Spike Spiegel, and then the uh, the brother from uh, did you ever watch uh, Luke Cage? Yes. So the brother, the brother that played Bushmaster in oh, the wow. second season, he 
He he plays Jack, and like I I like what they did for the live action he, version. But he, he of good, course, but I, I didn't like that dude when he was you know Bushmaster because I was like, right. I just wish Luke Cage would kick his ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know a show is good when you're looking at people. You say you, you bad guy, you really want to hate. It's like yeah, but you but you still want to see what he's going to do. Yeah, right. Now I, I'll say. Uh, um, like I said, like I as a person who likes cowboy be who loves the cowboy bebop anime, I liked what they did with the um, the live action because it's it's similar to the stuff that they did in the anime, but they also put different twists to certain stuff as well. But you know, but of course, there's gonna always be people who you know not gonna like it. You know, so. Yeah, we um, call them gatekeepers. They suck. Right. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I was I was really looking forward to watching that uh that that Ultraman movie. I was like, because I looked, I was like, oh my, because they had a list and stuff. And I was like, for for like screeners, I was like, y'all got I said there's a new Ultraman. I was so excited about that new Ultraman movie, man. I was just like, man. Uh and then uh Never, never got the chance to have a screener because I don't know if the if the company behind it just didn't, you know, they I don't know what it was, but it was just like I never got a screener for it, so I was kind of like, oh, dang, that sucks. But um, I, um, I did check out like some other documentaries and some other movies as well. Like uh, um, there's this movie, there's a documentary that I saw, um, uh, called The Big Payback. And um, and it was directed by uh, the lovely, 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 the lovely Erica Alexander. So, oh yeah, we like her. Yeah. For those who don't had, know, about we had a Alexander. we had a thing for her when she was on the Cosby Show. So yeah. Yeah. And then and it just got worse when she was in Living Single. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, man. And um, she she directed this uh documentary um it's it's about um it's about the debate that's been going on about reparations and mm -hmm. then um so you have like a lot of stuff that was going on in congress about reparations and then they also take the focus to uh to Evanston Illinois cuz there was a thing about reparations uh, to talk about reparations and actually movement moving forward with reparations in in Evanston. So it, it was really good, man. Like, um, and and, yeah, and I, if I remember that right, Evanston was like the first place anywhere that said they were going to do something like that. Yep, they were. They were, and so because of Evanston, they were trying to. Get uh, they would get other people, other representatives from other cities to like talk about it and and to bring it to their cities as well. But Addison was one of the first places that was that actually like like really set it off. So that that documentary was good. Um, there was the other documentary I saw was called Loudmouth, and that documentary is about uh. It's basically just like a the life and times and all of that stuff for for like Al Sharpton. Okay, tell me and, this. And 
mm-hmm. out of all of the uh, movies that you've seen, uh, approximately how many of those had a release date for like holiday this year? Um, n- for the holiday, none of them really. I I think uh, some of them were kind of like for like the festival, but but I think some of those movies are already out now. Okay. Um, so like one film that I, that uh that I did see, um, uh, it's called uh 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 call uh well, let me see let me go back to it. <laughs> Cause I got it written down. Uh, it's it's a movie uh, with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Brian uh, Tyree Henry. Okay. Of course, we all everybody knows Jennifer Lawrence from like The Hunger Games and Silver Play, uh, uh, Silver Linings Playbook, and and. Uh, and uh and like uh uh yeah like uh, uh other movies and and it's like Brian Tyree Henry uh who he's been in the the Marvel movie Eternals uh he's also uh he also plays Paperboy in the show Atlanta with Donald Glover um but yeah the uh that that movie was good uh, it was really, really good. Um, I'm trying to trying to get to my because I got all this stuff kind of written down in, in notes and stuff. And um, yeah, let's see where's. That movie is at there, there was a, there was some movies that was like playing that's like you know uh, that I think once it was done like with the festival stuff some stuff went to like streaming and stuff like that. Cause Causeway, that's the name of the movie. Okay. And. Jennifer Lawrence, her character is this. Uh, um, she's like a U.S. soldier who she suffers this brain, this traumatic brain injury while she's fighting in Afghanistan, and she comes back home, but she's kind of struggling to like you know to life back home, and she ends up meeting Brian Tyree Henry's uh, character, and they kind of just become friends, and they kind of help each other get through like the tough shit. And um, there's another movie that I saw that I believe is actually out because I think it was through uh, Amazon. I think I think Causeway Causeway I should say I believe that's on Apple Plus. And um, there's another movie that I saw um, that, that was really good. It's it's kind of like a horror or supernatural type movie. Um, it's called The Nanny, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was that movie was really really good as well. Um, 
Uh, Anna, it started uh, Anna Diop. I hope I'm getting that name right. Um, she, uh, she's a, uh, uh, I'm trying to, you remember the, uh, uh, when, when, when 24 came back and it was the dude that played Dr. Dre? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, remember the his, his girlfriend in that show? Uh, I think I got an idea about who she was. Yeah, and she played. Also, if you if you watch the TV show Titans on HBO Max, she played Starfire. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, but she she's in this movie. She's in this movie called uh, uh, Nanny. And uh, she's like, she's a Senegalese, well, she's Senegalese anyway, but she, she, you know, is a, she's like this, like Senegalese uh, nanny uh, Mm -hmm. who's uh, living in New York. She's trying to put, you know, life together, trying to work and uh, get money so she can send her child, um, her child to, to the States. And she's, uh, and she's trying to like, and also you see all this stuff that's going on. This is like this, 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 this like concealed truth that's going on, and 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 it's like kind of it's eating at her, and then she just starts seeing all these weird kind of bizarre things. And it, it it was it was it was a really 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 good movie. It, it takes you for a ride, and, and that movie was like dope as fuck. Um, okay. So I think that movie, um, that movie is actually through through Amazon. So once it once that goes to like, uh, once that's done, I believe that's going to be. I'm looking at my notes. They're going to release it to Amazon Prime on December sixteenth. Okay, so that's a that's a holiday movie. Uh yeah, I guess so. I'm it's saying the terms of like holiday quarter, right? Not, right. Not I'm about to say yeah, closey. Yeah, yeah. Now ain't no, ain't nothing holiday about that one. But <laughs> right. yeah, no, no, no fat people in red suits. No, this is right. the quarter. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, man, and. uh Another movie that I saw that was really good. It's a uh, it's a Chinese film called Return to Dust. Uh huh. Um, and it's about this uh, it's about this farmer and uh, and basically uh, he gets uh, set up with this uh, with this uh, with this woman because it's kind of like they're like trying to like get get them married and stuff, and so she uh um so ba- so basically it's kind of like I yeah it's it's like they were they were kind of forced in this like uh in this marriage and uh and so it's like it's very timid at the beginning, but they start to learn to like love each other, and you know he's 
like basically like taking care of he's he's farming he's making you know he's making money he's farming you know he's like every time they have to move he's building a, a house and all of this stuff it's but you see this this uh this dynamic and um you can tell like because it's like at first like i said they're timid but he's still like taking care of her and all this other stuff in there but and she's you know she's she's starting to kind of like open up she starts to kind of worry about him and like just like she really uh you know they you know she really starts to starts to love him and and you see their growth and everything like that but it's it, but it's also it's it's this relationship is this but it's also some tragic stuff too and i don't want to tell it but you know it's it's some, it's some tragic stuff and that was really good too i it, it was a really really good film like the al sharpton documentary right that i saw i i it was like i liked it but it was very kind of like by the numbers documentary. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it had some stuff in there about our Al Sharpton that like, you know, you we kind of knew, but it was just like the rest of the stuff was just basically everything that we know. Okay. Um but no man, like I I uh it, it was I had I had an amazing time, man. Like even though, like I said, there was some there was some like things, but I was just like, man, you know, it it was super dope. And hopefully, hopefully, they have snacks. Oh, my yeah. Man. Hopefully next year they had they have some snacks, especially at the the uh, the critic screenings, and uh, mm-hmm. and they have. All of the screeners, if you want to get some screeners, because I really, like I said, I really wanted to see that damn Ultraman movie, man. But yeah. <laughs> and that Louis Armstrong movie too. But oh, also uh, the uh, the the Knives Out sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the I want to say that that Jennifer Lawrence movie and uh, the Causeway. I want to say that's on Apple Plus now. If I'm not mistaken, if I am, if I'm, if I'm mistaken, then I apologize. But I actually, but I think it's actually on Apple Plus now. Uh, the Knives Out sequel will be on Netflix probably in December. I, no, I, I, yeah, it'll be. I think they're gonna they're gonna actually do because you know Netflix now for certain movies, Netflix will do theater and. It'll be on Netflix as well, and I think that's one of the movies that's that's going to be on Netflix and showing in the theater. Okay, because now that I'm the, the fastest fingers on the east, because I don't live on the south side anymore. Right east side of now, uh, Causeway is on Apple TV right now. Mm-hmm. So if you got Apple TV, Apple TV, or Apple Plus, check it out. Yeah, I, I so do not have that. Right. I, I I think I know some people though. Mm-hmm. Oh 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 oh! One more movie that I forgot that I that I saw. Um, let me go back to my notes. <laughs> but but keep but keep doing your thing. My thing. I know you were saying some stuff. I know you were talking and saying some stuff. Uh huh. No, I was just saying that I looked it up because you know my fingers got skills like that. Right. 
Right. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, let me see. <laughs> the other movie that I saw was Shin Ultraman. Uh, yeah, Shin Ultraman. Who's streaming that? Uh. It streamed on somebody's site for free on October 7th. Hmm. Hmm. And then okay. there's a link. I, I guess it's supposed to be on. I guess it's supposed to be a Netflix thing now. Right. Uh, let me take a quick look. It said it'll be on it'll be available to watch online on Netflix very soon. Define oh. very soon. Right. <laughs> well. Right. Oh, Let's so see. the other movie so the other movie I saw that was really good was called Monica. And uh Monica, it's, it's not about the R&B singer. But <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> but uh, it's um, the the movie stars uh, Patricia Clarkson, Trace Lissette, um, and it's basically um, this this woman who's estranged from her family uh, because she. Uh, because she's transgender, so she's estranged from her family. But she gets this call and she has to come back uh, to where she grew up at because her mom is 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 dying. So so she comes back and she uh, helps take take care of her mom. Okay, so I don't see Shin Ultraman on here yet, but I see the Ultraman TV series. Okay. Two seasons of that, so okay. What? Right. I might have to put that on the the DVR list. Yeah, man. Now I like I said I like the I I really really enjoyed Monica. Now I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some people that don't like it, and that could be for plenty of reasons. But um, but it was it was really good. Okay. But um, but yeah, like I said, dog, like I I had like other than those little hiccups, and it's especially the, the the snacks part. Um, I it was dope, man. And like I said, like I hope hopefully, you know, next year they let us cover. Hopefully, you get a pass too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm sneaking snacks in. I'll tell you right now. Oh, uh, I'm sneaking snacks in too. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have like uh I'm gonna go to Boston Market and get me one of those rotisserie chickens. Put right. it under the coat. Done deal. <laughs> man, but they don't smell that stuff, man. I'm, I'm... man. It's in a plastic box. 
A lot of times they go mess around. They scan your ticket and move you on your way. They're not trying right. to that, that's true. smell but, your coat. Right. But you could be saying something. Somebody like, man, for some reason, man, I think I want some rotisserie chicken. <laughs> hey, hey, no, that, that's that new rotisserie gold I was smoking on. That's, that's right. that new strain of weed. <laughs> oh, damn. What's it called? Rotisserie gold. Rotisserie yeah. gold, man. <laughs> man. But, All right, I'm doing too much. Man, you, you know, if you, I, that would be fun. Hey, man. Yeah, man. Like, is that cute? Rotisserie oh. gold, dog. You got that three five. That shit is fire. <laughs> that shit is fire. Puff Cuff give to everybody this Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh man so now that we talked about the fun stuff whew, okay let's get into this man which one first it was Kanye now it's Kyrie yep. Irving and now for some strange reason it is Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle you know what they've been yeah. coming after Dave Chappelle for a minute Right. Yeah, man. I just it. here's the wild part from what we was talking about the other day is that you know it, it's not you know those other guys coming at Dave Chappelle. It's us. Yes, it's. I mean, it's it's also those other guys too, but but it's definitely us too. It's definitely us. So because I didn't we, see the be, monologue, I'm fin you know, I'm about to, you know, quickly read up on it while while you right. discuss on some stuff. So this is how I found out that people had a problem with Chappelle, right? So um I was reading this article from from uh NPR and I don't even want to give the person who write his name out there because to me, that sh- it was actually a doo-doo butter trash-ass article. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, like, one of, one, of the, one of the paragraphs that he said that really got my blood boiling, and I, I'll read that part. He said, what I do know is that one of comedy's boldest and most incisive voices had a chance to lend insight to the long struggle Black America has had with anti-Semitism. But instead, his monologue seemed filled with justification and minimalization. So, first off, when has Black, when has black America ever struggled with anti-Semitism? Struggle with that, Yeah. When has Black America ever had a struggle or, or a long struggle with where, where is this where is this long struggle that Black people have ever had with anti-Semitism? You know what? I couldn't I couldn't tell you because to me, and this goes back to what I said about Kanye. It, it's 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 the same thing with Kyrie Irving and Dave Chappelle. What we're trying to do is, is, 
is a public lynching of three people who just happen to be black men. Three black men, public lynching. You remember back in the day, those mm-hmm. those lynching pictures with the white people pointing and smiling? It's the same thing, but black people are smiling this time. Black people are pointing and smiling. And I guess what pisses me off about it is that black people will stick up for people that don't have, that don't even fuck with us like that. Mm. We just had we just had an election, right? This, this mm-hmm. is this is how, this is how crazy it is. We just had an election, right? And and in Atlanta, the governor's election between Brian Kemp and and Stacey Abrams, right? Stacey Abrams lost that election for governor. And what did people start doing? They started blaming Killer Mike for Brian Kemp's victory. Yes. They started blaming Killer Mike because he sat down and talked with Brian Kemp. Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I don't. Let me back up for a second because that sounds kind of really asinine. So you mean to tell me that this rapper, Mm -hmm. because this rapper sat down with this politician, you want to blame him for the entire population of the state of Georgia, right? Or at least the percentage of that state voting to reelect this guy. You put all that on one dude. And it's not just that. What they're doing, what they tried to do was not just blame Killer Mike, but they started to say it's basically black men. Black men are trying. Black men are 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 overwhelmingly starting to vote conservative, right? So, but then they showed the chart, right, of mm-hmm. of the uh, of Atlanta and their voting, whether it was Stacey Abrams, Brian Kemp, all of that stuff, right? Black mm-hmm. men and black women were on the same length of the ones who mm-hmm. voted for Stacey Abrams. Okay. So where, where, where was all these black men that was voting for Brian Kemp? I'm guessing outside of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> like that, 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 that it, it's, 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 it's so, so, okay, so, so going back to the whole Chappelle stuff, right? I, I just, I just, I just find this funny. First of all, it's like it, it's black men for some reason, it's killer Mike, it's black men. Uh, so when, when we talked about when we, when me and you had that conversation about Kanye, right? <laughs> Me and you had a discussion about anti-Semitism, right? And yeah. what was anti-Semitic and what wasn't. Like you said that you felt like it was anti-Semitic. I felt like it wasn't anti-Semitic. You know what? I did not say that. What I said was, you know, after watching the interview, I was like, you know what? I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything slanderous in the interview at all. Right. What I did hear was him, and I, this is my opinion, and you know, don't at me for this or nothing like that. But it's one of those things where he told the truth, but he shouldn't have said it. 
<laughs> it's right. like, you know. Okay, so it's like in the Batman universe. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. The Court of Owls. A lot of people thought the Court of Owls was a myth. They thought the Court of Owls, you know, was just a fable, but they've been controlling Gotham City in the shadows for years. And when it finally got exposed, it was a problem. Right. You know, and I, I guess that's what Kanye thought he was doing was, you know, bringing to light what he felt was, and he said that there were things that they do that he wished black people would do. Where's the anti-Semitism in that? Right. That, see, okay, so to me, I think what's happening here is everybody is so it's it's funny to me how people can say that the news lies to people and yet we believe everything that the news and everything people say i I, it buzz my mind to 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 hear shit like that well you can't believe in what what we wasn't that weren't we one point from like saying stuff like you can't trust everything that you read in the papers can't trust everything that you see on tv but now we're believing everything we're reading and we're believing everything that we're hearing on the news yeah you know what some somewhere between and i'm i'm finna say this and some people about to be mad but Somewhere mm-hmm. between kids raising kids and kids being raised by smartphones, right, is when it all just went to hell to me. Right. Because it's, it's now like, there's no there's no individual. You know, I'm going to seek the knowledge for myself to you know figure this out and discern emanation for my information for myself. Now is right. I'm, I'm good with it being fed to me. Right. Because here's the thing. The one thing that I I started to learn was stuff about putting things in context, right? Mm -hmm. Lord knows I I would never defend nigga like Donald Trump. I'm just not going to defend this motherfucker. But the only thing I will defend him in is that whole grab him by the pussy shit, right? Okay, explain that to me and our listeners in case we forgot. You remember a while ago, like before he before he became president, he was running for president, and there was a leaked audio between Donald Trump and Billy Billy Bush from Access Hollywood. Okay. So basically, Trump was tricking. He was he was telling he he was telling um Billy Bush about trick. He, you know how like some rich motherfuckers just be tricking. They be tricking on bitches. I mean, basically, like I don't mean to okay. say it like that, but, but for, let's, for our let's, listeners let's, that don't know about that, that means he's spending a lot of money to you know have sexual encounters and and just flossing like it's a good thing. Right. So he's telling Billy Bush about all this furniture and all this stuff that he's about to buy for this one chick, right? So he's saying like, yeah, like, like she's letting me do all this stuff for her. Like, 
buy furniture, all this other stuff. And Billy Bush is basically like, yo, she, she let you do shit like that? And Trump says, man, when you are rich and you famous, most of these girls will let you do anything to them. They will even let you grab them by the pussy. Wow. So we took that. So they took that and said, Trump is out here grabbing bitches by the pussy. Right. I mean, he probably was, but he just, the context was they will let you do anything to them. Yes. Including this. So. Yes. Because, because let's, let's be real. Let's be real. If you are rich and famous, let, let's just say, let's just say I was Brad Pitt. Okay. Or since 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 we both black black dudes, uh, let's just say I'm Michael Ely. Wait, 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 hold on. I, I'm I'm not passing. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I'm, I'm Michael Ely. No, you know what? You be Michael Ely because you you're a little bit white skin. Uh, you you're Michael Ely. I'm Morris Chestnut. Those are two handsome brothers. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so they, you don't think? Are, do we not think that for a second that if more Chestnut and Michael Ely rolled up on some girls, you don't think that them girls like if they was just like man, like you want to you want to come through to the crib, let's hang out, whatever. You don't think they gonna do it? Man, they up. Now, I'm not saying all women, but there are some women that do it. I'm just saying in terms of if they invite you over to the house, oh, yeah, most of them is dropping everything they're doing. Yeah. Right. Girl, uh, Michael Ely just said that he want to take he want to take me out. Shit, I'm about, it, I'm about to give him this. I'm about to give him this pussy. Well, no, what's the new slang? This box? This box. This wop. You know, that type of stuff. Oh, that, who, who knows? Yeah. So, for for a rich dude to be tricking, right, mm -hmm. and then say, "Man, the when you're rich and you're famous, these so, these girls will let you do anything for them, including grabbing them by the pussy." Mm -mm. Uh, of course, in hindsight, it sounds like, "Damn, that's." That's fucked, but like, come on, like. But of course, the clip just went, you know. Grab, I'm grabbing them, and they yeah. ran with it, and they ran with it, and and just just like, okay, so so let's let's we already talked about Trump, right? So let mm -hmm. let's 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 go to Kanye, right? Let's mm -hmm. go to Kanye. Kanye went on TMZ, right? He was in okay. the offices here with him and Candace Owens. And they were talking about a lot of things. And, and, and let's be real. Uh, Kareem says it all the time, right? Like, why would we listen to a, to a nigga that don't read? We, are, we know <laughs> Kanye. Kanye talks about how he don't like to read. He don't read all this other shit. So I get that. Most, you know, most motherfuckers ain't trying to listen to it. Like, especially when it comes to politics. And I, and I understand that. But, but let's, let's put this in, in, in proper context. Because later on, he explained 
that he was also talking about a, not just shackles slavery, but also black people being mentally enslaved, right? So, mm -hmm. so Kanye says, 400 years, you being a slave for 400 years, that sounds like a choice to me. Okay. He said that sounds like a choice. Right. Now, let's let's break that down a little bit more, right? Because because mm -hmm. I really want people to start thinking, and I know some people gonna hear this episode and they probably not gonna agree. That's fine. Nobody said being captured into slavery was a choice. That was not the choice. Right. But there were black people who passed away on those boats because the because they weren't used to the sea. It took them out. They got sick. They died. Right. There was okay. there were black people who led revolts mm -hmm. on boats. There was black people that jumped ship. Right. Mm -hmm. Did uh, so since the new Black Panther movie is out. Right. Mm -hmm. Let let's go back to the first Black Panther movie. Did you see the first Black Panther movie? I have it on Blu-ray. Didn't we clap when Killmonger was dying and he said, and T'Challa basically said, hey man, like I have, we got this technology. We can keep you alive. And he says, why? So you can put me in a, put me in a, in a cage? Throw, throw me in the water like my, put, put, let, like basically like, Put me in the water with my ancestors because they knew that freedom was or death was better than bondage, right? Right. Talk about the now, doesn't that doesn't that sound like give me liberty or give me death? Exactly. Those were the choices. Right. That's a choice. Um, and even even when 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 black people started being in, not just in in America, but there was there was there were black people everywhere, and 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 th that were enslaved, right? Some led some led revolt, some escaped. We had the Underground Railroad, right? Right. We had what was the line that? Do you remember the line that Harriet Tubman said? I would. And I'm only paraphrasing, but we need to get the real. Like I would, I would have, I would have saved a lot more if they, if they only knew that they wasn't slaves. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it, it's something in kind of like that. Of course, you know, uh, I went to work real quick. Right. But I'm still working with Willis Wireless over here. So give me a so, second. Right. So so to escape, that's a choice, right? Uh-huh. To stay, that's a choice, right? Okay, so here's one. Slavery is the next thing to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would rather stay in our native land if we could be as free there as we are here. Right. 
Oh, here's one I'm loving already. Now I've been free. I know what a dreadful condition slavery is. I have seen hundreds of escaped slaves, but I never saw one who was willing to go back to being a slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know too many people with common sense that get freed from slavery and decide they want to go back. Right. So, so there's your choice. Right. Okay. So let, let's break it down like this. Me and you work at the same place, right? Mm-hmm. You and I'm like, tree man, I'm done with this fucking place, dog. I'm fucking done. I'm done. I don't want to be here. This place is this, this place is fucking disgusted. I don't want to be here no more. I'm out, dog. I'm fucking going. Your response is, niggas, you tripping? Where we gonna go? Where you gonna go? Where you gonna get hired at? As much jobs as it, 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 all these jobs, these jobs that didn't be hired, where you gonna work at? Right. Then I go to another person. Hey man, I would, hey, I would never I, say nothing like that. <laughs> right. I'm I'm just, you know, this is just, you know, I know. <laughs> so I go to the next person. Yo, man, ain't you tired of this shit, dog? Like, don't you wanna don't you wanna leave? Ain't you tired of this shit? I mean I mean, yeah, it's not the best, but it's all we got. It's all we got. I mean, at least, at least, at, at least, you know, we have a place to sleep. We got food, you know, uh, all this other stuff. Like, we got food, we got all this stuff. Like, I mean, it's, or, you know, that, that type of stuff. All of those are choices, right? All of that is choices. But black people, right, our choices come from survival. Hey guys, what's up? This is Kelvin from the Dope Sessions Podcast. Uh, that part cut off because we had experienced some technical difficulties, but we did come back to finish the rest of the show. So let's get back to it. But yeah, uh, so so again, I'm not saying that it was right. Ain't nobody ever saying it's right. Slavery was fucked up. Yeah. Sla- slavery was fucked up all the way. Jim Crow fucked up. Redlining fucked up. All of that shit is fucked up. So especially for 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 us and our people. But we 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 got to stop. We we got to stop thinking that everything is just one way when you got to start looking at things differently, right? So it's like, Mm -hmm. but again, black people, everything black people do is based on survival, right? Okay. Because even if we escape, there's, there, 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 it's all, it's, it's about survival because now we got to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to live and where we're going to live. You 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 jump off the boats, you know. You 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 rebel. All this other stuff, all of that is a choice for survival. 
Our, our slavery was a breakdown of the body and of the mind. But black people now, the, 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 these new era black people, whether it's us or the new kids, we, we've become, and because we lost every sense of our history, our, our culture in a sense that we've adopted, we've been here for so long, we've adopted to this culture, this Eurocentric culture. That's why I said, remember the old pictures where black people was hanging and burnt and white people was pointing and, and, and smiling. It's still them, but now it's part, it's us. Cause some of us think that way too. And some of mm -hmm. us move that way too. So it, it's, it's really fucked up because people say that Kanye is anti-black. But we've been anti-black to each other for fucking years. Okay. If I talked about you like a dog, am I not being anti-black? Yeah. If I'm all, if I'm just for myself and not the betterment of trying to get you and and all my other friends and family to be in better position. Is that not being anti-black? It, it totally is being anti-black. If I go to a if I go to McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. And McDonald's and McDonald's can fuck up your food as many times as they want to. You're gonna still go back to McDonald's at some point, right? Because maybe uh, you're gonna be like, well, maybe, maybe they maybe they gotten a little better. You know, all this other stuff, whether it's McDonald's, Burger King, whatever. As soon as we go to a black establishment and they do something wrong, I ain't never going back to them. Black people, they don't just know they don't know how to run a business. Is that not anti-black? All day long. Twice on Sunday. If I if I have a different opinion than you, right? Whether I'm a uh, I'm a because let's say I'm a conservative black man, right? And I don't mm -hmm. think like Trump, but I do have a very different way of thinking. And you're a liberal, and you don't agree with, with me. And you say, you say stuff like all all skin folk ain't kin folk, or or you know, or you you a sellout and all this other shit. Is that not being anti-black? You know what? Uh, some of that is just being anti-individual, but I can see that also as being anti-black. Right. We spend so much time digging at each other, hating on each other, disrespecting each other, being foul to one another, not supporting each other. Is that not anti-black? It is. And the, the sad part about it is a lot of other cultures don't do that. And that's why Kanye said, I wish my people was like y'all people. Y'all are together. Y'all get money together. Y'all know how to distribute this shit together. 
okay, if you feel that that is a trope, then I, I totally understand. But let me, let me go back to this. So what you just said, basically what he just said, what's, what's anti-Semitic about the fact that he pointed out that these groups and cultures stick together, distribute wealth, control yeah. wealth. To, where's the anti-Semitism in that? Here, here's why I think. Other than because he he singled out a, a single ethnicity or a single race. Here's what I think. That's the only thing he really did was single them out because they okay. do it. Yeah. Here's where I think it is. On one of Dave Chappelle's uh, comedy specials, he talked about he talked about transgender people, and that. he ba and he basically said in one of the things he said, he said, "Do you think if black black people black men and and Mexican and Hispanic men said, hey man, you know we feel like girls inside.'" Do you think they would give a shit? Matter of fact, they would say, "We don't give a f we don't give a fuck how you feel," because they never do. And the reason why a lot of the transgender stuff is more prevalent, and Dave Chappelle even said this, because it's because it's white people that's white people changing their their being. It's a lot of it's a lot of white people doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So I bring it back to what you said about the anti-Semitism thing of it, right? Mm -hmm. Because in this state, in 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 not just not just uh, and you, but let's just focus on United States, right? Mm -hmm. Because in the U.S., ninety to 95% of Jewish people identify themselves as white. Okay. So because they because they identify themselves as white. And people and we already have a Eurocentric complex because number one, we always want somebody to like us. We always want to be on the forefront of people's issues, whether it's ours or anybody else's. Um, and I think some of us have probably wished that we were white. You know what? Uh, there's probably some truth to that statement only because the privilege exists. Yes. Kanye is, is is talking about the privilege. But to me, I also think, because here's the thing, we all know that Kanye don't always have his thoughts together, right? Yeah. So because he doesn't have his thoughts together, it sounds like some fucking mess, but there are nuggets in the mess, and we don't mm -hmm. pick out we just look at the mess and say, well, uh, if we didn't pick out the nugget, somebody else did and they got upset about it. Right. So here's the thing. 
when Kanye said he was look look up DefCon three. Let's just go there. Look up DefCon three and read what it says. What at what the actual meaning of DefCon three is? Oh, now I don't have to look that up. I already know that. Right. So that's that's defensive. That's basically uh you know uh, alert readiness and you know in the defensive stance. So right. It's like, yeah, we. We're on alert and we're ready to do what we need to do. Yes, I'm we're on not alert. fighting yet, am, but we we're right. ready to go. I'm At getting ready. Notice. I'm getting ready for this. I'm getting ready for for. I'm getting ready for this battle. I'm getting ready for this defense because getting ready for the defense is is basically protection because I mm-hmm. know because I know it's coming because guess what. I've been in these boardrooms. I've been in these meetings, whether it's the fashion, whether it's the music, whether it's in Hollywood, in, in the movie spaces. I know what you say about us. I know how you treat us. I know the 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 pats on the back, and then we out the room, and you're calling us niggas. I know about how it feels to for somebody to think that. When I'm not there, you're going to make decisions about my brand. There, there is a video out here right now of Leor Cohen, who was a part of Def Jam and runs three, 300 Entertainment. Leor mm-hmm. Cohen, who used to work with Russell Simmons at Def Jam. Leor mm-hmm. Cohen is an old clip of him on The Breakfast Club. And he was asked why... When he signed somebody or, or these new rappers that got problems with drugs and all the violence, he says that he still can't, he still got to, because he still wants to believe in people and then all this other stuff. And then Charlemagne says, well, isn't that weird that you would take that artist, even though they have these problems? And he says, yeah, it seems opportunistic. Yeah, I got, I got, I got mouths to feed. I got, I got houses I want to get. I got, I got mouths to feed. This is what he said. And let's mm-hmm. not forget, Lear Cohen is a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. He, he's, a, um, um, so he says this, and nobody said anything about that but we had all this noise especially black people we had all this noise about kanye and kanye basically said i'm getting in defense because i am tired of how you treat me and my and other people other black people in this industry i know how y'all treat them because y'all treat me like this that's why i'm going defcon 3 And we basically said that's anti that is anti-Semitic rhetoric. Kanye, you are fucking done. Everybody should 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 drop you. Everybody should drop oh, Kanye. Hold on. What's, drop this, what's this we? <laughs> the the copies. I, I saw the video. <laughs> right. So then, oh, and, and before companies started dropping him, right? Mm-hmm. 
Ari, uh, Ari Emanuel, right? Mm -hmm. Who is one of, yeah, Rahm Emanuel, our former mayor in Chicago, right? Rahm Emanuel, his brother Ari. If you ever seen the show Entourage that used to come on mm -hmm. HBO, you remember mm -hmm. the role that Jeremy Piven played, Ari Gold, right? Okay. Based on Ari Emanuel, put out a statement and said, all the companies who worked with Kanye should drop them. And what happened? They started dropping them. Mm -hmm. This is a public lynching. Look, speaking of dropping, uh, I didn't know about this until like maybe about 20 minutes ago, but uh, apparently when Kyrie got suspended, Nike dropped him hard. Yep. And Joe Joe side the 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 owner of the Nets. Yeah, the owner of the Nets said he had all these things that he had to do before he gets back on the court. So now we're buck breaking. Yeah, we're, we're, I guess the apology wasn't enough. And right. from what I understand, Kyrie tried to donate some money to the Anti-Defamation League, and they rejected it. Right. So, I mean, I'm almost at the, the part where, okay, so he tried to do his part, and mm -hmm. the group that you claim he besmirched refused his money. So what else? Is you, now you're trying to get him to go through these hoops to appease you. Right. Because the commissioner of the league said, hey, look, I've known this guy. I've talked to this guy. He doesn't have, you know, an anti-Semitic bone in his body. So, you know, and it, it, it puzzles me that the league was like, you know what, I'm going to leave it up to the team. And the team was like, you know what, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm and thinking as the commissioner of the league, he should have been like, hey, look, you know what, I saw this. And, yeah, I, I think you should do maybe something, but this is too much. I right. think the commissioner should have stepped in and, you know, looked at that. But I, I get it. He's trying to, you know, do what's right for the league, and I, I get that. But mm. – Yeah. And, and, and he, uh, so, so then, okay, so let's, let's talk about that too. Kyrie is suspended for what was it at the time? Like six, five or six games? A minimum of five. A minimum of five, right? For a but, documentary, for a documentary that he posted on his Twitter. And the documentary the that, that that gets to me. He posted the link. He didn't say anything about it. He didn't review it. He probably he probably didn't even see it. Or if he did, he probably didn't watch it entirely. But he had no opinion on it whatsoever. He just posted the link. Right. And got suspended so, for it. Well well this he when when he, when they asked him about the post, right, he said that he found out that his name means I think he said his name means Yahweh. And uh -huh. so he typed in information about Yahweh. He mm -hmm saw the documentary and he posted it to his page, right? So okay. 
for those who don't know, the documentary and book is called From Hebrew to Negroes, right? Um, mm -hmm. So when he posted it, somebody said that the documentary was full of anti-Semitic tropes. So then my question would be, how do you know that? Did you actually watch it? Because here's the thing. And there's been plenty of videos on this too. Anytime black people have talked about how they were Hebrews or Jewish people, it's all—it's almost kind of just been pushed to the side. And it's no, no, like almost in like a no, we're not talking about it or no, the fuck you ain't, right? Mm -hmm. So, the, but there's history that says it, right? There's yeah, history uh, about. There's, there's, I believe there's that history. black people are all over the world and, you know, they're all different types of other nationalities and, you know, combined races at this point. Yeah. Here, here's the thing that people don't don't talk about. You notice how, like, um, people talk about the Holocaust and they talk about the Jews dying in the Holocaust. You know mm -hmm. who else died during the, during the Holocaust? Black okay. people. You've probably been dying way before that, but yeah. Black, black Jewish people were dying too because mm -hmm. number one, Adolf Hitler don't like niggas. And, and now is and this was in Germany. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that. He don't like, he don't like black, he don't like black people. Now he don't like, you know, come on. He don't like Jews and he definitely don't like black people. And then you black and come on. Like, right. but we don't talk about that. We, we don't talk about these things. The, the sense that I think that uh, Jewish people tend to forget is that black people, us, us right now, we don't know anything about our history, where we come from, who we were, right? Y'all know mm -hmm. everything about y'all shit. Every culture knows damn near everything about this shit except for us. And every time we try to learn about us, people shut it the fuck down, dog. They shut it down. They make us believe that we just we're just slaves. I mean, can you imagine if all of us knew all of that information? Right. That we could really do with it. Right. If we were really focused on it and what we could mm -hmm. So I, I guess my question also is how does how does everybody know? Like I want to know when this book came out, when this movie came out, and how 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 do you know that this is that this movie has anti-Semitic tropes and all this other stuff? Or let's let's ask this question. Uh, somebody produced it, somebody directed it, somebody was in it. Mm -hmm. All of those people involved should have known what was going on, as well as the author, and yet you greenlit this thing because somebody had to bankroll it. Yep. And if it if it's really that bad, because I'm pretty sure, uh, and I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm pretty sure it's not an indie flick. It, it's 
it's probably some you know major juice behind this thing right or it's probably it probably is andy some indie documentary whatever but but it's money being put in it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so if, if it's all of this right how is Amazon selling it? And That's how is Amazon thing. letting how's Amazon not only letting you buy the book, but they're also letting you buy the documentary or rent the documentary? And especially with all the shit that's been coming out about, you know, the 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 documentary and how people feel this anti-Semitic choke. How is this getting away? Right. I don't I is, don't know is, if you remember. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, let, let's talk about the, the getting away part. So Kyrie gets suspended. He's losing money. He's being raked over the coals. And your man Jeff Bezos is just chilling. It's on his platform, what? though. Yes. And because yeah. he's got billions and pretty much can do a whole bunch of stuff for a whole bunch of industries, they're not, they're not holding him accountable for it. Right. Mhm. Is it is it safe to say that there's a lot of white white gentlemen who run these corporations and businesses, right? Whether it be from the entertainment, music, movie field, right? Is it safe mm-hmm. is it safe to say that, right? Okay. So if I'm looking at the optics, right, and not even knowing that maybe some of them are Jewish, right, I'm just looking at it from, that's a white person running it, right? So. Okay. Even if I, like I said, even if I don't know that you are Jewish or you're, or you're part of the Jewish faith, right, even if I don't know that, right, it's, it's, because right now, you know, it's just we don't see if a person is Jewish and all this other stuff. We just see a white face, right? Mm-hmm. So, hold 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 up, because so, so IMDb, mm-hmm. and I'm reading a storyline about what the movie is about. I mean, even though it's right. a documentary based on the book. And I see the box office number, well, the budget number that they have for making this thing. Right. $8,500 is this estimated budget mm-hmm. for this movie. So that's kind of low. That's that's like, yeah, that's in indie territory right there. Yeah. And then the room review that's here talking about some... uh. It was a hard watch because the music was loud and disturbing, and whoever this was wished they took half of the music out. And it was difficult to hear the narrative because the music is loud and drowning. Okay. Right. It's, and it also said, if you believe in the Bible, you have to believe in this movie. Right. Um. If you ever travel through the Middle East and Africa and see the ancient art on the walls, and in the case, you have to believe in this movie. If you believe in the science of DNA, you must believe in this movie. 
other than the horrible music and bad editing, I found the movie educational. And I want to say that was about a week ago from this guy. He posted this review. But he gave oh, okay. it a 3 out of 10, I guess, because of the music. Right. Right. So, so let me ask you this. When you watch a movie, right, mm-hmm. are some things that about a certain, certain movie, whether it's Black Panther or any movie, right, there's some things that you don't like about it, right? You know what? I try when I watch movies. I don't nitpick a lot of things that's going on. I focus on the story. Now, if I mess around and I don't like the story, then yeah, the movie is done for me. Right. You know, I really don't care about the cheesy special effects and you know that. Yeah. Okay. If the music is you know too loud and disturbing and it takes away from the story, then yeah, I might have a problem with that. But otherwise. I'm here for the movie, and if it's not working, you know, like, I don't even nitpick acting. If the acting is bad, I don't care. If I can follow the story, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, like, like I said, like, like I, I, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I got some friends that, are, that I like to call movie snobs that pretty much break down the entire movie. We we came here to enjoy the movie, and you done turned into our good buddy Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> right. <laughs> and turn into them on us. It's like, look, leave them at home. Right. Now, now, mm-hmm. now, again, again, like I said, there's probably, like you said, the story could be good, but the acting could be horrible, right? But as mm-hmm. long as the story is good, you can still mess with the movie. Yeah. I think what I think what we do, right, is we we jump, we jump, so, people jump so far into the anti-Semitism stuff, but we didn't jump to say, well, Kyrie, like, even though it may have had this stuff, what did you learn? Right, what did you take from the movie? Right, nobody what, asked him that. What did you take from this movie? What were the things that and you what said? what did you post it? That, right. Yeah, really, nobody really asked what, him that. What, what made you post it, and what were the things that you that that you took and was like, man, I want I want to expound on this more. I want to know more of this. And I'm pretty sure he would have said something. Yeah. Or maybe not. Because sometimes a journey, when you're on a journey, that sometimes that's for you and you alone. Yeah. But no but no but no one asked him and said, okay, Kyrie, there's a lot. I would have said, Kyrie, there's a lot of things going on about this movie. Some people who've seen it said it has anti-Semitic tropes. There's some people who haven't seen it. I mean, there's people that have seen it and said that there's no uh, anti-Semitic tropes of any kind in this movie. So if we're going by what people are saying, right, and I know Mm -hmm. that you're a person because the way you talk, the way you said things, you're a person who hasn't that that has no hate for anybody so what was it that when you saw this movie what was it that you learned like what was it what was it that touched you the most you know i didn't like that i didn't like that movie central intelligence with uh kevin hart and the rock 
Okay. I didn't like it that much. But there were some funny scenes in it. Yeah, it was some funny scenes, and, you know, for the most part, because I'm following the story, I, I thought it was a fun story. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it was, it was okay. But there was some, you know what I'm saying? If somebody was, okay, well, I could get why you didn't like Central Television. What did you like about it? Well, I, I thought, I thought, even though the movie and maybe the story was kind of glad to me, the one thing that stick out is that The Rock or Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart have mad chemistry. Yeah. Sometimes that'll do it for you. Yeah. So instead of us jumping on somebody because you think what somebody think is the truth and maybe it's not, hey, Kyrie, what was it that you learned about it? Because you did say there was some stuff that you didn't like about it, but there was some stuff that you that you actually liked about it. What were those things that you liked about it? Right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna like borrow some words that you just said. Mm-hmm. You was talking about people jumping on something. Here's what I've been noticing for like over the past month or so. Right. Nah, nah, nah. Hold on. You sit down. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm finna side with Mr. West just a touch. I mean, it kind of cooled down during, you know, COVID and, you know, the Floyd protests and all that, but right now, it's open season on us. Yeah. This Very is how nice. I see it. You, you came at M.A. Udoka. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, this affair, that blew up. You got, some, you got this crazy one-year suspension for getting his dick stuff. Right. Seriously? We, we're still not mentioning what the woman got. Right. You know, you know, went out to Kyrie for a movie that you know you claim was anti-Semitic, but ain't nobody said why. Right. You know, and then oh. I go look it up on IMDb, and it doesn't even seem like it's anything like that. So okay, you did that. Or you, you can't. Or you, you can't make Kyrie. Or I mean, you can't make Kanye for. Mm -hmm. You can't make Kanye for basically. Saying something that we already know, but ain't never said, and because yeah. you said it, now you got a problem. You feel uncomfortable, and right. so you, you can't. You came at him and basically got him canceled, or slightly canceled, maybe postponed. I mean, you, you're coming at Dave Chappelle, mm -hmm. and and actually he under attack from both sides because he under attack because there's some people that say he should have, you know said something about it and been the voice of reason and there's other people that said he, he should have been shut the fuck up and tell some you know knock knock jokes or some shit right all of these people are black <laughs> yep they black me attack. right <laughs> and they all got mm -hmm. money let's throw that out there mm -hmm. guess what they're not coming out the pookie nuck nuck and ray ray right they 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 coming at the one with the money 
and and the other part too, right? Didn't we just have a conversation about how people were blaming Killer Mike for Brian yeah. Kemp's win? Seriously? Let's let's look at that. Cause if I had enough influence as a black man to do that, guess what? I'm not doing that. I'm doing something else. You know what? I'm I was do watching uh, to help me and my crew. Yeah. I, I was I was I was watching uh Nina Turner and she talked about it. And she talked about how the how that article was so asinine about Killer Mike and Brian Kemp. And she was like, yo, she said, if Killer Mike has that much power for Brian Kemp to win like that, she was like, then he better run for president in 2024. Man, not only that, I mean, think about who else has got a platform that carries like that. Stephen A. Smith would have been president four years ago. Right. (laughs) Yeah, is on the most watched cable network in history. Mm-hmm. He is he's basically the franchise of that place. Yep. Yeah, that the you know, he on ESPN. Mm-hmm. He's got his own podcast now. Yeah. That yep. doing all that other stuff away from the mouse. Yep. It's like yo. Yeah, if we really got that much power like you claim because this dude got reelected, then yeah, we should be doing some other shit. Right. Yeah, if I if I had that power, I'm bringing all my niggas up. Fuck well, all that shit. On top of that, and on top of that, that will probably explain why Kyrie, Dave, and Kanye are under attack because they got that juice. If yeah. that's true. Right. But man, I want to know. I want I want people to listen to this episode. Whether you don't, whether you agree with us, whether you don't agree with us, like you know. But but I also feel like these are the conversations that we need to have, right? And the problem yeah. is we we're not having those conversations. We're too busy being outraged to even have a conversation. And the conversations are never nuanced. They're never hit with different points. It's either you agree with me or you don't, right? So my personal favorite, you're canceling everybody before you get all the facts. Right. (laughs) So hopefully, Tree, after this episode, maybe we won't be canceled. Maybe we will. Who knows? I mean, (laughs) but on the flip side, they're not paying us, so I don't (laughs) You know, if we was getting money, then I'd be worried. Right. <laughs> nah, that yeah, yeah, that's that's true, man. But uh man, thank y'all again for tuning in. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Dope Sessions podcast, man, with Kelvin and Tree Tree. You got some shout outs, man. Yep. Let's see. I, I first up I want to shout out everybody that's not gonna cancel us. I'm right. thank y'all for that. Um right. <laughs> Let's see. Um, then I want to shout out all our listeners that support us. You know, thank you all for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I really appreciate that. Um, right. Shout out to friends. Shout out to fam. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to uh, 
I don't know, future baby mama slash wifey, whatever, you know, <laughs> we're we going to speak something into existence. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Gail's. Um, shout out to our sister podcast, you know, the uh, With the Shits podcast, the Black and Blue mm-hmm. Vanguard. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, my, my gaming groups on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sick with sticks. Um, right. Who else can I shout out? Shout out to uh, the people that make the in real airs because those glasses are off the chain. <laughs> I, I might need a podcast just for that. No, <laughs> we ain't gonna give them that much. But those things are good. Yeah, shout out to them. I'm loving them. Um, let's see who else can I shout out. Um, shout out to any and everybody that had a part of my life to form the person that I am. I, I definitely want to say thank you to right to those people because you know. Mm-hmm. They're like half of my they're like half of my DNA. <laughs> so right. shout out to that. Um shout out to co-workers and you know honestly, shout out to my haters. Can they explain <laughs> this? Right. Shout out to my haters because sometimes I have problems trying to figure out whether or not I'm doing a good job, but thanks to you, I know I'm fucking some shit up. So shout out to y'all. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, uh, shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to the people who ain't trying to cancel us. Shout out to the people <laughs> who 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 think they're going to cancel us, but they not. Shout out to motherfuckers that w- want to have actual conversations to, to build bridges. Uh, shout out to my family, my friends, my coworkers, uh, the kids that I that I that I that I uh, that I have at at South Loop Middle School. Marty um, Mar love the kids. Marty Mar <laughs> love the kids, dog. Um, man, shout out to our podcast brothers and sisters out there. Um, shout out to Tree Man, love you, dog. Um, you the man, you the man. And uh, that's it, y'all. Dope Sessions Podcast. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. We out.